Well, good morning. Welcome to Kings at Home Daily. Welcome to our Advent series. I hope you're enjoying it, finding it helpful, and um, I hope it's doing you good. I'm enjoying it, so um, I hope you are too. By the way, I'm Goff, um, and it's my joy to take you through uh, these next few moments looking at Scripture to remind ourselves what Christmas is really all about. So let's pray and see what the Lord has for us this morning. Lord, thank you that you never turn a deaf ear to us. Amazingly, you're attentive to, to us when we stop and look in your direction and invite you to, to speak to us. So Lord, this morning, here we are. We present ourselves before you, asking that you'd speak to us. In Jesus' name. Amen. I guess one of the dangers of being a Christian for some length of time is it, it's very easy to take for granted um, what it means to be a Christian, just as it's very easy to take for granted the, the Christmas, the real meaning of Christmas and so on. And uh, so hopefully this Advent series is refreshing us with that, bringing that sense of, uh, of wonder um, that certainly comes through in, in, the, in, in, in the pages of Scripture. And uh, I'm staying in Luke's Gospel We started in Matthew's Gospel on Monday, and just to remind you, Matthew, it's generally acknowledged, he was writing his Gospel for the perspective of of Jews. That's why he spends a long time on the the genealogy, the the, the, uh, the background of Jesus, King of David, and so on. Um, Luke, however, Dr. Luke, it's generally acknowledged that he's writing more to the Gentile world, this is not exclusive, but just to give you the feel of what is being written. So we're in Luke chapter 19, and I'm going to read from verse 1. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through, and a man there by the name of Zacchaeus, he was a chief tax collector, and he was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was. But because he was short, he couldn't see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. Goodness, you could... (laughs) There's so much to preach on and speak on here, isn't there? Jesus was coming that way. He he didn't want to miss out. He wanted to see and he he wanted to make sure he's looking in the right direction. And in these days... Jesus has come close. We want to keep our eyes open. Lord, what are you saying? Where are you? How are you leading me today? When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up. Isn't that lovely? He looked up and he saw. Uh, 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 so he, he, he looked up uh, and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. I, th- I think that's, that's beautiful. Here's Zacchaeus. He's he, he's, he's expectant, he's looking in the right direction, and Jesus responds wonderfully. That is precious, isn't it? When, you know, there was a crowd there, but Jesus saw the one who was seeking, looking, and perhaps felt very unworthy. He's a, this tax collector, not liked by the Jews, collecting for the Romans. But isn't it, it's just the heart of, 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 of God that... When we, when we stop and look and seek, we find that Jesus is there and he's attentive. It's lovely, isn't it? 
um, I want to come to your home. I want to stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. And all the people saw this and began to mutter, he's gone to be, with a, to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, 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 that's interesting, isn't it? He uses that word Lord. He, he, he doesn't say, who are you? He, Lord, that, that means sort of master, I acknowledge you. Um, Lord, Lord, here, here, here and now I give you half, I give half my possessions to the poor. If I've cheated anyone out of anything, I'll pay back four times to anyone. Here's someone who, <laughs> a miracle has been going on in his heart and life. It's the miracle of, 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 of salvation. He, there's been a change of heart. That, that's what it means to be a Christian, a change of heart. He's, he's recognised who Jesus is and he doesn't understand it all, but he acknowledges Jesus and transformation starts to happen. That's the miracle of, of becoming a Christ one, a Christian. Beautiful, isn't it? He hadn't yet been nurtured, discipled. He hadn't gone through a commitment course or anything. But here he is, his life's been changed because he's understood who Jesus is and the claims on his life. Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house. Yes, because this man too is a son of Abraham. Beautiful. For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. Now, very interesting title Jesus uses there. We've been looking a lot at the titles this week. Son of David, Messiah, um, Emmanuel. Here we've got the Son of Man. That's an interesting one. And it's probably Jesus' his favourite um title that he, that he used concerning himself i think it's he uses it, it, it's it's used about 80 times in in the gospels he uses it a lot the son of man so so what's it all about well the first obvious thing is it it's it's kind of a it it, it speaks about his humanity son of man there's a humanity and we we see that here he's gone to be with a a, a, a real bounder um you know jesus has stepped right down you know he's not just with the high priest or something he's with a bounder a guy who's just been swindling and all sorts of things son of man there's a the humanity he he laid aside his majesty and he took on human flesh so son of man it's partly to do with his humanity but it's more than that it's something of a veiled name um he doesn't call himself Messiah. That would have sparked the Jews off straight away. It's a veiled name. And it, it, it comes from Daniel 7. It first appears in the Bible in Daniel 7. See if I can find Daniel 7. And if we read Daniel 7, Daniel, with his visions and so on, his, he, he writes this. Um, in my vision at night, I looked and there before me was one like a son of man. Looked. So he's, he's picked up this phrase, his first time in the Bible, son of man. There was a humanity about him, a son of man coming with the clouds of heaven. There's glory around him too. He approached the ancient of, of, uh, the ancient of days. That, that, that's God, the ancient of days, the eternal one. Okay, um, he approached the ancient of days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory and sovereign power. All nations and peoples of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away. And his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. <laughs> what a 
what a wonderful prophecy. This, this son of man, he's, he, he's the king. And, 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 and there's, there's something of, of heaven about him. He, he's, 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 he's come from the ancient of days, and, but he's like a man and he's coming in, in glory and he, uh, his dominion is everlasting. So Jesus took this kind of veiled term for himself. And if, unless the scribes and Pharisees studied the prophecies of Daniel, they would have missed it. And they probably did miss it. Son of man, they didn't understand. Son of man. Meekness and majesty. Thinking of an old Graham Kendrick song. I'm not going to sing it. Meekness and majesty. This wonderful combination that we see in Jesus. Yes, the, the, the son of David. Um, Messiah, anointed, promised one, son of man, full of glory, but taking on humanity. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful phrase, a, a lovely description. And so you'll, you'll come across that a lot in the New Testament. Son of man, it's the way Jesus spoke of himself. It was a veiled way to speak of his glory and to perhaps, uh, and to emphasize his humanity at the same time and, and and here we have him coming to a guy like Zacchaeus <laughs> isn't it beautiful I think I'm going to come back to this passage tomorrow it's so rich but this is this is this this is Christmas this is the gospel the son of man laying aside his glory coming to a bounder like Zacchaeus and a a rebel like you and me this is the gospel this, this is beautiful this is the grace of God this is what Christmas and it is all about um and, and so I, I just want to stop there this this morning my time's gone and just really acknowledge the beauty the wonder of the good news of the gospel lord i thank you that all those wonderful titles yes lord jesus you're, you're the king of kings the lord of lords you're uh, you're all glory now but thank you you laid aside your majesty and you came down and you you got your hands and feet dirty coming after lost people. And in fact, you took on yourself all the sin and re rebellion and you took it all on yourself so that we could walk free. What a savior. Thank you that you come to nobodies. Thank you that you come for those who've got eyes to see you and homes to receive you like Zacchaeus. May we keep our hearts lives homes totally open to you that you would you'd be close this christmas time i pray in jesus name amen well god bless uh, sorry overran a bit we'll go back to that lovely passage tomorrow morning bye now